Hello there, hungry friends. I am so glad that you chose to join me on Happy Healthy Meals with Risa Auger. I am Risa Auger, your host of this here podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I really, truly hope that it helps you be inspired to make your meals, whichever one you're eating, just a little bit healthier to make you feel just a little bit happier in whatever you got going on in life. Because let's face it, no one has time for bad food. So, on to the show. All right, so I was rudely interrupted by a call from my child. Uh, All right, so you can sign up for an email, and you will get the show notes, but you will also get some links and some recipes and things like that that are only if you give me your email address. I'm going to call it my VIP email address, uh, email newsletter. Uh, You'll also get other newsletters um, that I sent out a couple times a month with meal plans and recipes and all kinds of stuff um, that is all about healthy eating or healthy mindset. Just really try to focus on that. I know you guys want your recipes, and that's how you get the recipes is you sign up for the email list, and I send them out to you a couple times a month. Uh, you will that email that is specifically about the podcast with the show notes is a reminder that I just posted something new, and so you guys are the first to know. If you are a subscriber, you are totally, totally first in the know because you will find out the second it hits your iPod or your iPod, oh my God, what year is this? Uh, your phone or your notification center on whatever phone you have, um, you'll get that first. So definitely send me your email address and you will be on my VIP list to get all the extras in the show notes that are not posted as such on uh, like iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff. So go out, make some chicken, have an amazing meal, and just feel good in your own skin because you made something amazing for you and your family. Have a great day. I generally go for organic because I want to make sure that they're not corn-fed, that they are veggie-fed, because you are what you eat, and you are also what you eat, eat, if that makes sense. Yay, chain of life, right? Circle of life, Um, Lion King and all that, right? All right, so thighs. When I started using thighs, it was a game-changer. Like, meal changer. Like, it changed the scope of my meals like nobody's business. Um, I totally love it, and I am way more willing to have it way more often. Um, because it just freaking tastes better. It has better texture. It has, um, it collects and, like, seals in the flavor better. They're juicier. Uh, they do have a higher fat content, but you know what? That is good for you. Uh, so let's keep that in mind when we are looking at things like that. Okay. So you used to be a breast girl. You used to totally get the breast all the time. Then I discovered the thighs, and, you know, we are now thigh people. Thigh people in my house. Unless I have, like, a specific thing, um, like if I'm making tenders, like chicken tenders, um, or if I'm going to shred it. 
shredded meat. I feel like, I don't know why, but using the breast is just better. Like it comes out is a little bit drier and you want that when you're doing a shredded meat. Uh, and then because usually with the shred, you are adding a lot of extra fat or extra, um, yeah, fat to it. To, and then that's what makes it moist and wonderful. I am not a huge fan of just eating a straight chicken breast since I've had ch straight chicken thighs. Uh, and I am sure that if you have not had that difference, you will want to try the difference. Okay, what else is there? There is also the wings, which are super fun and can be done in so many different flavors. And they can be fried. They can be baked. I don't think you could boil them. If you boil them, like, poaching, like, I, mm, that might be weird. So let's probably just stick to frying and baking. And I got an air fryer, so I have not tried it yet, but a couple friends have done it, and, oh, it's so good. And you don't, like, soak them in oil, and they're not all, like, drippy when you eat them. So I will be doing that often. Let's see. What else? Uh, sausage. It comes in so many different sausages. You can get some that are like chicken and pork, just chicken. There's cheese in them. There's different flavorings in them. Some of them have veggies mixed in. Um, you can get them spicy, not spicy. You can get them savory. You can get chicken hot dogs if you want them. There are so many different types of that kind of like cased in ground chicken. That is amazing. And I'm going to get it ground. I like ground for tacos and things like that. Um, I also like the shredded for tacos. Um, ground, I've done like chicken meatloaf too, just it cuts a little bit. If you use something that's super high fat and then something that's super lean, they kind of melt in the middle and you're still getting that, oh my gosh, home cooked meal sort of flavor. So that really works. And then, um, let's see, I talked about lean sausage, the ground, I think that's it. If there's more, and there's probably more because it's so darn versatile, I'm sure you'll let me know. Oh, the other, I've seen chicken breakfast sausage and not just like, you know, sausage, like a big Polish sausage style. Um, Applegate makes a really, really good uh, savory apple breakfast sausage, and it's like a little patty. Oh, they're so good. I put them on pizza, and I put them with scrambled eggs and all kinds of stuff. So. Uh, but on pizza, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. So those are the different types. And then let's talk about how to infuse some flavor and get cooking. There are, you know, all kinds of different ways, like I mentioned with the wings. You can bake it. You can fry it. You can poach it. You can stick it in the Instapot or the slow cooker. You can... Throw it in um, a stew. You can skewer it and grill it. You can, do, uh, like, so many different ways. So I'm going to talk about a couple simple things that I do with my chicken and then a couple more complicated things that I've done with it. And then I want to hear from you after. I want to hear what you do with your chicken. I want to hear your favorite chicken recipe and uh, go from there. All right, so first Super, super, super simple way that I do chicken uh, is just literally a jar of salsa and chicken. And I do it two ways. One is baked. So I throw it in um, like a baking sheet. 
uh, baking glass, baking pan, sorry. And I'll do a little bit, a spray of, you know, nonstick. So I use extra virgin olive oil as a spray. Or I use um, coconut oil as a spray. Both of them work, depends on what I'm going for, um, as far as the end flavor goes. So salsas or um, what's the Italian one? It will come to me. It's not bruschetta. Yes, it's bruschetta. Yeah, I think it's bruschetta. Okay. Um, or like a marinara sauce, like a chunky marinara sauce. These sort of work. So it's just like the sauce that you want the flavor of to be into your meat. You cook the meat in the sauce, right? And then you save a little sauce for extra later. So what I do, uh, the two different ways. First way is baking it. Um, I spray the glass pan, and then I put a thin layer of the sauce, and then I place the chicken breast because, or sorry, sorry, chicken thighs, chicken thighs, and I like spread them out so they have lots of space in between them, and then I cover it. And I put it in the oven at like 350 to 375, depends on if it's frozen or not, um, and then also how long I have to cook it. Um, and I will cook that for like 20 minutes covered, and then I take the foil off and I'll cook it for another five or six minutes till it browns a tiny bit on top. So, okay, so we layer that, right? So it goes sauce, chicken, sauce, covered. And then uncovered because it's awesome, trust me. And then you can go a little bit further and you could do a one-sheet meal where you throw your veggies in with that too so that you have your veggies and your chicken all flavored the same. And then you can do some sort of a pasta or um, sandwich bread or something and then you just throw all that on there and it's all already flavored. It's all already infused together and it's kind of amazing. And so super simple. Um, I like using uh, frozen to do this because I will put it in the fridge when I leave for work and then I will write a little note to my husband, then put it on the oven so that he can just pop it in and then dinner is 80% done when I get home from work and it tastes really great and he feels like he helps, you know? My husband, by the way, does not like to cook. He does not like to cook, like, at all. The man will make an amazing quesadilla, and we'll stop there, okay? All right, so the second way I like to do a jarred salsa, sauce, whatever, and chicken is in the crock pot. Um, I have only recently discovered the Instapot, so for right now, I'm going to talk about the crock pot because I know it. And then maybe in a couple months after I have played with the Instapot and I feel like I actually know what I'm doing on a regular basis and it's not a fluky thing, then I will talk about the Instapot. But for right now, we're going to talk about the Crock-Pot, which I love. So you can do the same thing. You chop up some onions, uh, big, like big chunks of onions, because they get smaller when you eat it in the Crock-Pot for hours on end. So whatever veggies you want to go with it, or you don't have to have any veggies with it, and you can just do all fresh when you're ready to serve. It just depends on what you're making. So for me, though, generally I use a an onion at least, at the very least, a little bit of garlic, and then I throw a jar of whatever and a pound of those thighs um, if I want them to stay in intact. I use those thighs. If I want them to shred, 
I will use the chicken breast. And then I um, let it go on low for seriously like five to six hours. And if I am going to do it at work, while I'm at work, I start with frozen because then I can be gone for the eight to nine hours and it's not going to over dry everything out. And that is one of my cheats for being working mommy and still getting everything done. I can throw it in in the morning with the frozen and then it just takes that much longer to thaw and I've never gotten sick. So just for thinking, never gotten sick doing it that way. And so I will advise you to do it. Uh, and then I just shred it in there with a couple of forks. It shreds super easy, and then I let it continue to marinate. And then before I serve, because you don't want it to be really soupy, because you want it to be a little bit on the dry side, um, because nobody wants drippy tacos <laughs> uh, or drippy sandwiches, because that is just messy beyond all mess, you want to open the crock pot and let it, the steam sort of come out. So I turn it off and open the crock pot probably for like 20 minutes and just let it all steam and dry and I mix it a little bit like as I'm doing that. And generally at that point I'm prepping stuff to go on plates and everything. So I'm warming tortillas and I'm sauteing other veggies or I'm tossing a salad and so I am standing right there and I can like every five minutes sort of mix it up and make sure that the liquid is still getting into the chicken but it's all like soaking up and getting even more flavorful just as you're tasting there. So those are my two super, super simple. The other super simple way that I really like to make chicken um, is actually my kid's favorite, and we call it butter chicken. I don't really know if that's what it's called, but since the only thing I really use on it is butter, we call it butter chicken. And it, don't confuse it with, like, the amazing Indian butter chicken that has, like, all the flavor soaked in, and that's a whole marinade, and that sauce takes forever to make. So I would never do it. I just buy it when I'm out and it's a treat. <clears throat> this is literally butter chicken where, like, you're doing butter and chicken and you're baking it and that's it. So I literally will spray the pan a tiny bit, like glass sheet, and I will put, a sliv like, a small pat of butter down, and then I will put a chicken thigh on top of it, and then I will do another pat of butter, and then I put it in the oven. The ones for me and my husband, I will sprinkle with, like, Italian seasoning or just plain garlic and Parmesan. Um, but the butter sort of crisps up the edges a little bit and bakes it and keeps, like, a seal on all that fat. And the, like, juiciness of the breast doesn't leave it all, like, just comes together. And it's super simple but so easy. And I cook it for a little bit less time because you're not heating the sauce and everything with it. So I bake that for like 25 minutes, 20, 25 minutes, and I just keep checking to make sure that it is cooked through. Um, but you don't want to open your oven too much because it loses all that heat and then it has to heat back up every time you open the oven. So a good 20 to 25 minutes there is like a pound of thigh with a little bit of butter. And I kind of eyeball the butter um, and I put like tiny bits so it like spreads out over the chicken. And then, um, again, I put the seasoning on top, and that's it. And then I don't put anything on hers, and hers literally is just butter and chicken. And that's, that's butter chicken. And then I pair that with some roasted veggies or a fresh salad, sometimes, like, cornbread, um, sometimes some naan. It just sort of depends on the night and what else is going on in the rest of the week. If we have leftovers, sometimes I do, like, a veggie pasta, and then I'll just set the chicken on top. 
and it really is versatile and so super simple. Um, I've even done extra where I'll make extra just super plain because I know that I'm going to want to chop it up and make like a chicken salad, cold chicken salad the next day. And so I'm not going to want any flavoring on it, but I do want it to be pre-cooked so that it's cold to go in the chicken salad. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Okay. So one of the ways that I get a little bit fancy, if you listened to last week's podcast, you heard me talk about salad dressing. Well, one of the ways that I mentioned that you can use those salad dressings is also as a marinade. So often I will make salad dressing for the salad, but then I will also use a simpler version of it as the chicken marinade. And I will throw the chicken in a Ziploc with the marinade, mush it all up, and leave it in the, in the refrigerator. Um, if I'm home, like on a weekend, I'll do it for at least an hour. But honestly, I so, so love planning ahead and doing it in the morning and leaving it all day while I'm at work because that little hit of acid just helps the fibers of the chicken open up and all that flavor is super infused into the chicken by the time I get home. So then when I bake it or put it on the grill pan or beg my husband to turn the barbecue on, it is like super, super juicy chicken and it is so flavorful. Um, And it has worked in tons of different ways if I'm making a barbecue sauce from scratch or um, like Italian type seasoning. if I'm making more like a taco thing to put on the grill uh, so that it's almost like carne asada but chicken and to make like street taco style tacos. It is just so easy to infuse all of those flavors. And that's one of my favorite, a a few of my go-tos because they're all really versatile and you can make them play up to any type of uh, flavorings, whether you're doing anything from Asian to Mexican and everything in between, like Moroccan and just old, plain old American, if you're just making a chicken burger, you know what I mean? So I hope that this helps you. I hope that it inspires you to not make boring chicken. Do not make boring chicken unless it's on purpose and you are doing it because you're going to put it in something else that is, like, full of some crazy flavor that you don't want the chicken to overpower. That is it. That is what I'm going to talk about. Okay, so if you loved this episode and you want more, know that you can send Thanks so much for spending time with me and learning a little bit about making your meals just a little healthier so that you can be just a little bit happier in that amazing body of yours. I so appreciate some feedback, whether it's a five-star review on your favorite listening app or even an email or a note on my website, um, a comment in this, uh, on the show notes, anything. I would just love to hear from you, know what you're thinking, know what you need, to answer any questions you may have. I am totally here from you, for you, <laughs> from you. Um, my website where you can find all of my social handles is risaauger.com. That's R-I-S-A-A-U-G-E-R.com. You can also shoot me an email at risaauger at ymail.com. And, yes, that is ymail, not gmail. I promise you it's ymail.com, risaauger at ymail.com. I 
so, so, so look forward to hearing from you and helping you make your meals just a little healthier so you can be a little happier every day.